is a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Right, man, just uh, yeah, 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 be bopping be to that happy. song. Oh, yeah. So Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. Now, this episode, we already I already gave you a little teaser in there. This episode is about a somewhat elusive concept called happiness. Yeah. I mean, many times our pursuit of this is an adventure in missing the point. Ah, but we'll bring a little bit of a counterculture, kind of roguish, you know, knowing us perspective to cultivating a happy life. Hmm. See what that looks like. You know, but we'll ask the whys and we'll continue to press into all the good stuff that our manifesto, uh, but our, our conversation certainly will be roguish. And we'll weave in our core values, as always, and we'll share a mystic McNugget. So let's strap in, gang. But Stu, what do you think? You're going to have that little song be bopping in your brain probably for a couple of days, man. Sorry I had to do that, but I just couldn't. Uh, hey, Mac. I, oh, I, I love it, though. I love that song. How, how fun. I mean, how could yeah. you not be happy and smiling and singing when you hear that song? Yeah, it's, it is. It's just one of those. Yeah, those feel good so, songs, right? So glad that song was ever created. Mm-hmm. How great <laughs> yep. for us, yeah. for us all. So I, I just want to say uh, namaste to all you beautiful exotic cocktails. Uh, we love hearing from all of you out there in the Rogue Nation, uh, especially through Facebook and Instagram and email. And Mac, I got to share some Instagram. Yeah, bring it, man. I got on my, I got on my account. So these right. come from two muses that I had created recently. One was about uh, my experience at Starbucks where Mm -hmm. I talked about being someone who can make a person smile so big that their face hurts. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Because of my experience there. So, Mm -hmm. so here's the feedback that, or Mm -hmm. here's the comment that I got on my, on that was love this, a simple smile or just gesture, a nice wave or hello can change the world. It's the little things. That last sentence is what grabbed uh, me. It's the uh, little things. Change right? the world. This guy's this guy or gal, whoever wrote that man has got a, you know, what a vision. I love it. Oh man. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. It's mm-hmm. amazing. So the same person commented on another muse. I just recorded up in the North Georgia mountains when I was camping on the Appalachian uh, trail and off the grid and just amongst only sounds of nature, no man-made sounds. It was awesome. So the comment there was this. He said, he said it was outstanding and beautiful words. The sound of quiet nature noise is medicine. Mm, it's like, medicine. wow. Oh, what a great that word might, that, that could is, be a, That could be a Mac nugget, I think. That maybe. might have to weave its way the in sound. there somewhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> the sound of quiet nature noise is medicine. I love it. Medicine. I love it. Mm. Yeah. So just a real quick story. I know the gentleman who, who made these comments because I had met him at my gym that the day before he made the comments. And it was one of these moments where I'd seen him in the gym. We had smiled at one another, but we never met. You know, we kind of had a relationship at a distance, so to speak. So he came up to us and said, you know, I just want to tell you all, me, my workout partners and I, that your smiles are contagious. When you guys are here, I just, I just have a better day and it's, I love it. I was like, wow, how, how amazing for him to even say that. So then as we started talking, you know, and of course, moment 
happened, yeah. Mac. Yeah, I, right. I so you. guess yeah. what? He was a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> wrestled in New Jersey and wrestled at Rutgers University. And we started talking and, mm-hmm. and we went down this whole road where we were in the same community and he just was amazing. There's just, the start. It was, there it is. It was so, yep. yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> so it. if people just pay attention and stay awake in life, these moments can happen, you know, yeah. all the oh, time. I yeah, I agree. And I'll tell you what, you know what? That really made me happy. <laughs> Very I cool, had the greatest there. day because of that. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> so there are some manifesto points we're going to go through mm-hmm. uh, today in our discussion about happiness. All right. So here they are. I just want to talk about them. Wise evolves from me to we. Mm-hmm. Wise measure measures effectiveness against faithfulness. Oh yeah, definitely. Wise goes beyond what happens to what matters. And there's mm-hmm. one more. Yep. It's all about adventures and missing the. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that that one weaves its way in almost on every episode, doesn't it? Because we tend to want to do that, don't we? Uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah, rogers be looking for that, but looking for those points, we'll weave them in for sure. Um, but you know, happiness. Interesting word, right? Just just oh, an yeah. interesting word. And we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about some of the nuances of that as well as the more fixed kind of definitions of it. But the basis for the discussion, it, it caught my eye a, a while back. I subscribed to a publication called The Atlantic, and and there's a guy, he's got this whole series that uh, it's on quote a happy life or, or cultivating and building a happy life. His name's Arthur C. Brooks. But this particular article and that some of the nuggets we're going to pull out of it uh, for, is called from an article called True Success is More Than Checking Boxes. Mm. And, and, you know, we, we Stu, we've talked about this concept a lot about a checklist sort of life that just sort of leaves a lot of the stardust out of the equation when you quantify stuff. But that's going to be we're, you know, we're going to weave us, we're going to weave the Mac and Stu uh, roguish perspective in and amongst sort of some of his, you know, bullet points and nugget points. And I think I think you guys are going to like this just as we sort of fire hose you a little bit on this topic. So there's the setup <laughs> for it. OK, I love it. Uh, I love it. Well, let's so let's start with. So what's happiness? Right. Let's let's start with just a straight dictionary definition. Let's let's see what the dictionary knows about happiness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's here's a couple of phrases. A state of well-being and contentment. Mm-hmm. A pleasurable or satisfying experience, like a mm-hmm. life experience, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Here's three fun words for you, Mac. Bliss, joy, and delight. Mm. <laughs> I'm going back to my song now. Okay, I'm going back to my intro. I'm sitting. I'm just bebopping a little bit here. Yeah, okay, there it is. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting? The pursuit of happiness is something that everybody in our world wants to do. Then engages in. Yep. Right. It's kind of what the world is based on: this pursuit of of happiness. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you know, and, and I think happiness, we're just going to, again, take that word. There's so many concepts that we try to describe the undescribable. Another word could be God. Another word like that is love. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 and 
these definitions, these words, the connotations behind these words, Stu, they're great. And, and they give us a starting point, but that's all it is because anything like this, happiness, there's way more nuance to that concept and the idea of it and how you even define it. There's way more gray than any definition could possibly give us. And, and that's going to be a real major part of our conversation tonight that you know, happiness isn't easily defined. And it's when you throw that word out there, it can have so many varied, you know, connotations and descriptions for each individual. So we're going to acknowledge all of that. And we're going to we're going to encourage all of you to be okay with that, to be okay living in that gray area, because that's a lot of times where the magic man happens. It's it's oh, not yeah. trying to pin stuff down, you know, it's sort of just letting it, holding it lightly. Um, and, you know, one of the things that, that sort of came to my mind is you think about happiness and we define it, you define it, I define it for me. And what are those things, you know, just one of the one of the little things that came to my mind was sort of this idea of the difference. I heard this one time many, many, many years ago. What's the difference between the Beatles and the Rolling Stones? Right. <laughs> one, one, one group wanted to hold your hand. The other one wanted satisfaction, man. Okay? <laughs> you know? I so, love it. You know, it's this idea. We all have this. What, you know, what makes you happy holding the hand or you need the satisfaction, you know, and, you know, we all are going to define this a little bit differently, but, but, but here's another question. Here's another real, I think you set it up earlier, Stu. Here's another question to think about. Should it even be, should life, should it, should this existence, should this journey even be about our happiness? Let's just ask that real basic question. Mm, that's wow. That's a big question. I, I would think had? people, yeah. I would think people would say y yes. Cause okay. I mean, why would you say that you don't want to be happy, right? Right. Well, I, and agreed, all right, that that we have this connotation, but here's the question, and we're going to leave mm -hmm. it hanging a little bit here. Right. Should that be the right question? Mm. As, right. We're, as we're pursuing life, as we're doing this thing, and our thing is about doing it a little bit better, should the measuring stick, should the pursuit be happiness? And we're just going to leave that hanging at the moment. Okay. We're going to let you ponder that a little bit, guys. Okay. And here's what here's a little bit. Of, I'm going to tell you a little bit of, of a story that I had at one point in my life. So there was a point in my life several years ago. I was in the dang ditch, man. I mean, I was just so low. And I remember having lunch with a buddy of mine. And I just here's what I just basically said. I am so unhappy. Right. That's I mean, that, that was in the conversation. That's what I said. So here was the response. Well, it's not about your happiness. <laughs> now, that came from a more faith-based, religious sort of perspective, right? But, but it made me step back when, when this person said this. And here was my immediate response to that. Um, well, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> I, I think I take exception to that. Now, here's, I think, what he was trying to say, and I get it, and let's make sure we couch this. This isn't about narcissism. This isn't about making life all about us or me. No, 
That's not a worthwhile pursuit in life. So understand that connotation. But at the end of the day, you know, having happiness in your life or my life, I think, I think God, I think the universe wants that for each one of us. I think, I think that's okay. All right, I'm, I'm going to go with it, mm-hmm. right? So right. that's kind of where we're going to come at, you know, where we're going to come at it from sort of in the rest of the episode today, right? Right, right. Yep. So the article in The Atlantic outlined, uh, I guess what we would call some issues with our pursuit of happiness. I mean, is how you, how you would say it, Matt? Yeah. I would just say some some of the you know, the framing, the the biases, the grid uh, that that tend to be you know impediments, if you will, mm-hmm. <laughs> is really where the article is going with the whole thing, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Right. And so we're going to look at this where we're trying to do this a little bit better, obviously, because that's what we do. So sure. but let's let's talk about some of these that were outlined in in the uh, in the um, Atlantic article. So in in our society. I mean, we're, we're checklisters, right? I mean, I've <laughs> talked about this before. Sure. I want to mark a box, right? So you want, <laughs> so you want the happiest life, Mac, check the boxes of success and mm-hmm. adventure and do it as early as possible and move on to the next set of boxes. Because you know what? He who dies with the most check boxes wins, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. I mean, think about that. When you when you think about it like that, it it does not sound like fun to me. <laughs> that doesn't sound like fun at all. <laughs> well, there's our classic adventure and missing the point right there, Stu. You know, we just get <laughs> we get taught that we get that. I mean, that just gets ingrained in us. You know, it's so true. You know, um, but yeah, another point that the article made to, as a follow up on that just said you know accomplishment and ambition. Don't drive happiness. Now, it, it, you know, I'll agree with also what they said in the article. And I think we, Stu and I will will agree by saying we're not going to say there's anything wrong with accomplishment and ambition. Those yeah, absolutely not. No, they're not bad concepts. But just understand what part they play in the big picture scheme of things, in your satisfaction, in your sense of accomplishment. But don't look for them. To, to drive your happiness. They use the word of the article. I thought this was a beautiful word. It's misbegotten to think so. Mm, oh, I love yeah. that word. Yeah, yeah. It's an adventure missing the point is what they basically that word <laughs> means. Right. You know, I loved it. Right. So just put accomplishment and ambition in their proper perspective. All right. There we go. Right. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. So here's one that everybody can relate to. Everybody, I don't care who you are and what age you are, has done this. Birthdays are milestones to check our progress, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Okay, when I'm 16, I get to drive a car, get my license. Okay, when I'm 21, I can drink. As uh, you know, as a when I'm 25. I can get my own hotel room. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hit 30, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have that car I've wanted to get. And it's just right. interesting how you go through life. You know, at 60, maybe I'm going to retire early. I mean, you keep going. Birthdays are like all these like things. Check, check. Okay. Am I at that point? Here's the thing that's, that is 
uh, is going to be is a little bit dangerous thinking in my opinion is what happens when you don't get to check that box on that birthday. Is it over? You know, is it it, is, oh, man. I missed it is. So, and then what does that do to your happiness when, when you get to that point? Well, that right? absolutely brings us to our next point. And, you know, I've heard in the past that, that the nine years, the nine, the years with the nines, 19, 29, 39, you right all the way on up the board, you know, they're the real ponder years because those zero years are the, are the milestone years. And so we do a lot of gut checking in those nine years, right? Have we accomplished what we hope to by the time we were, you know, 30 or 40 or 50, you know, so, uh, you know, and that creates a lot of angst. It it really does. Uh, it, it's been, there's many studies done, but, but to pick up on, you know, your points Stu, about those, you know, progress. So we score keep, it makes us dependent upon external rewards, the car, the house, the job, the ladder, the climb, what, what, whatever those things, those those pursuits, those ambition, those ambitions or accomplishments that you put on the list, they're external. When we right. focus on all of those, and here's what you were saying, and this is so true, it sets us up for dissatisfaction. Think about uh, the irony of that. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about the total backwardness of that statement that I'm going to set these milestone goals, 30, 40, 50, 60. And yet when they're based upon the external stuff, most of the time, many times, oftentimes they set us up for a letdown as opposed to check. Did it right. Wow. You know, touchdown. Isn't that, it's weird, right? But golly, we do it to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, uh, this actually leads us into the next point, which has to do with intrinsic and extrinsic motivations, right? So right. Ec- uh, extrinsic uh, motivations are like, you know, money, that car you wanted, your possessions, like power. Like that's mm-hmm. another one, right? Sure. If I get more power, that would make me happier. If I'm the boss, if I own my own company, those are all e- e- extrinsic to a person. Right. Um, so, but intrinsic characteristics are more like virtues such as like compassion or, or faith or like honesty, um, you know, fortitude, things like, like that. And so when you look at those two, um, it, it just seems like if you're focusing, it's just a different path to happiness if you're focusing on extrinsic versus intrinsic and I, my opinion with intrinsic, I I think you have a better shot at, at arriving and (laughs) feeling, feeling good, no matter what age you're at, no matter what's going on in life, no no matter you could, you could be without a job and on your own and still have intrinsic virtues that make you feel good and successful and happy. You know what I mean? Well, what, what's this podcast? You know, what's this podcast all about? Wisdom. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, wisdom at its mm-hmm. core is an intrinsic, you know, value without a doubt, right? And so we're all about that. Uh, we don't say throw the baby out with the bathwater, but man, if you leave it out, if you leave those intrinsic 
things out, I think you end up with just a hollowness. I don't know. There's lots of words to describe that. Right. Uh, but again, here we, we're talking about these intrinsic versus intrinsic. So when you when you rely on the satisfaction of the external rewards, and there's studies done with all this kind of stuff. So it's you know there's there's clinical basis for a lot of this too. It actually lowers your satisfaction. You know, mm. it, it, you, you made a great point earlier, Stu, as you were elaborating that it's so difficult to arrive at a concept like wisdom or any of those other virtues that you mentioned. I mean, you never arrive, but if you get that job or you buy that car or that thing or whatever, you've arrived. Right. I mean, it's, it's done, you know, you're, you're there. Right. And, and, and again, you end up with this sort of left hollow feeling that I'm here, but this is what it feels like. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. How many people out there have had, have had that yeah. feeling, right? Yeah. So you're, you're just, you're not as satisfied when you're doing those checklisty kinds of things. Again, kind of counterintuitive, right. but this is what the article was all about. And we happen to totally agree, you know? Right. So, yeah. So here's a question for you, Mac. Why does happiness seem so elusive? <laughs> you know, or, or is it? Is it really elusive? Yeah, wow. That's um, you know, hmm. that's that, that. I mean, that that's a real good ponder question because I think it's that as you start at the higher levels, happy life. I have a happy life. Oh man, that bar is that's a pretty high bar. You know, with if life is happy, right? You know, that kind of slips through your fingers because circumstance is going to dictate along the way that I'm going to have moments where I'm not very happy, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, it's, it's, it's stuff that I can control or the bad decisions I've made or stuff I can't control. But, you know, in general, you know, it can seem like it slips through our fingers and today I have it and tomorrow I don't. I mean, we, we, we can live in that place because we're just those exotic cocktails, like you say in the beginnings do. And, and we're a mess sometimes, you know? <laughs> so, so for all of those people out there that have ever gone fishing in their lives, right? Here, here's here's a, an analogy, right? That happiness could feel like that a fish, like that fish that's just too elusive to catch. <laughs> like I just can't get it. You know, I'm trying, I'm doing all the right things. I have the right bait. You know, I'm in the, mm -hmm. I'm in the right time of day and I just can't. And I, I bet people feel like that out there with their happiness. It's like, I'm doing all the right things. How come I don't feel happy? Wow. I, I love that analogy because here's the deal. And so if you don't catch the fish, what's that mean for the whole day's worth of experience? Were you with somebody else? Was it a beautiful day? Was the sun shining? Did you hear the birds? You know, with the water? I mean, so many other things in that experience. And yet you focused your happiness on being able to land the big one. Right. What a great yeah. analogy. I mean, man, I love that too. That's, 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 that's really cool. And, and, and one of the last points that they made in the article, I thought it was so poignant, you know, is here's what they said. If your happiness depends on an escalating list of worldly accomplishments, you might soon find that your fear of failing to get them supplants your ambition. Mm. Now think about, just let that sink in for a second. That 
Now, all of a sudden, when the pursuit of those accomplishments and things becomes it, that's, that's life. Now you have a, it sets you up for a fear of not getting there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Isn't that just, I don't want to shake your head over that one. All right. Because again, that's definitive. Either I got the job or I didn't either. I, there's no degrees of, you know, I got the car or I didn't, I got the house or I didn't, I got the whatever, or I got the bank account or I didn't, you know, very black and white. And I think we just set ourselves up for a just, oh man, they're so true. <laughs> wow. Makes you shake your head, doesn't it? You know? That one will get your, as I heard somebody say once, that one will bake your noodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it just for a second. We do this to ourselves. Nobody's making us in any of this stuff. Nobody's mm-hmm. making you make the checklist. Nobody's making you make that your life goal you're we're doing it to ourselves you know uh so where does it we where do we go with it from there so how do we how do we turn this how do we sometimes it's it's almost like an aircraft carrier you know you just don't turn that thing on a dime sometimes you know it's not like a pt boat you know so how (laughs) do we begin to shift and do it a little bit better how do we begin to look at it and grit it just just a little bit differently than we have been right Mm, let's talk yeah. about that. What, what does bring happiness mm-hmm. is really what you're saying. What, right. what is it? If not so, that, then so what? Let's, yeah. So let's, let's go there, okay. right? We've yeah, discussed uh, uh, the issues. Let's, let's talk about what we do to, to get to happiness. Yep. So one way is to look at who has intrinsic characteristics that you might admire and want to emulate, right? So remember, we talked about intrinsic and extrinsic characters earlier. Right. So these are the compassion, the faith, the wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. The honesty, you know? And right. sometimes, it, Mac, it just might be, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, I want it. There I want is. some of that. I want we to be say, around yeah, that. We say that all the time. <laughs> I want some of that, man. And, you know, that's... <laughs> It's so true. And, and again, it's not a checklist item. What is it? I don't know. It just is. I just want to be around that person. Mm-hmm. Just just because, because mm-hmm. of their countenance, because mm-hmm. of their overall perspective, because it just feels good to be around them. Right? How do you checklist that? You, you right. can't. <laughs> you just you can't do it. Well, it's like my new friend at the gym who said, I look for you guys when I come in because I want to see that smile that just, you know, is contagious. Yeah. So you want to be around that, like, you know, around those people. That's it. Look for the qualities and go pursue it. Go find out what makes them and sit at their feet. Just just live life around them. It's going to you're going to catch some of it. You know, <laughs> whatever, right. and and it, and it and it doesn't necessarily. Although it, I think it's better if you're eyeball to eyeball, space to space, energy to energy, but right. it can come from all kinds of different sources as well. And what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? You know, I mean, all, all of that can go into this getting around and the the folks that you want to emulate. 
You know, so. Wow, what a great what a great point, Mac. What are you allowing into your consciousness or even subconscious? What are you allowing in? Like wow. what do you do you have something on at night when you go to sleep? Like what is it? Right? Because mm-hmm. you fall asleep to it. What's being put into your subconscious? You know? Yeah. Those are things that are important. Is it something that's gonna help you feel this happiness or right. take you the other way? Well, yeah. What's the last thing you're reading or watching or, or having go through your brain before you lay down? That's a great point. You know, mm-hmm. I think just think about that one for a minute. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, um, you know, t- telling stories this week and stuff that's going on with you and your life, Stu, without a doubt, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's just sort of this question about what do people most need from me and how can I provide it? I mean, (laughs) that's that whole evolving. There's a manifesto point. It evolves from me to we, right? There's, there's a perfect point right there. We get the focus off of the person in the mirror and we get it out there onto others. That's where the, to me, that's where the magic happens. This is one of the reasons why I coach. I am mm-hmm. so happy when I coach and it, it, uh, it takes, it's off of me for sure. And it's focusing on them. It's on the, we, um, and you know, it's interesting cause I've been in, in careers in my life where they ask me like, what, what motivates you? Like what, what kind of work might you want to do or tell me what motivates you? And I always come back to, to helping people coaching. Mm -hmm. Like that's where I feel energized. That's where I feel happy and alive. And like, I've had a good day today because I helped somebody out. Absolutely. That drives me in my current career. I love it when I'm Mm -hmm. able to do that. Absolutely. No, I think that's, and here's another thing that happened to me this week. I was talking to a guy and I didn't know him very well. I was just getting to know him. And I said, well, what do you like to do? I mean, you know, when you're not working, what are you doing? You know, just one of those kind of questions. And he said, I, I coach soccer. <laughs> this guy's in his twenties. He's probably late twenties, right? Mid. Right. And I said, oh, how cool is that? I mean, how, what, what, how, what kids, what? He goes, yeah, 12 year olds. And I, here's what I said to him. And the guy, when I said this to him, he just beamed. Here's what I said, man, how cool is that? I think that is so fantastic that you give yourself away like that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, he Absolutely. Just, he was like, thanks, man. I, yeah. I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell, right? Like his yeah. whole energy, I bet, changed yeah. when you started talking about it. Like he just piped up. So I got to tell you one more quick story on this point. When I, when I was hiring people, whenever I would do that, one of my questions and you, I mean, you know, you can go down the list of what kind of questions you ask people, but one of the ones I always wanted to ask was this, tell me something you're passionate about. And I said, and it better not be something about work. <laughs> uh, and then I would, and then I would say, I'm going to know if you're not telling me the truth. <laughs> and and what I was looking for is exactly what it. you just described in this guy. That look in their eyes, yeah. that enthusiasm, that like you know when you're talking about something that you're passionate about, you know it. Pe- they know it. People know mm-hmm. it. I mean, you can't help it, right? Yeah. So I encourage everybody. The, the I you you got to know what this is for you. So if you yep. don't now, figure it out because it's. 
it's amazing when you when you do and find out what what your passions are. It's like getting you, Mac, talking about Habitat for Humanity. Holy yes. cow! Yep, <laughs> light up. You glow for for miles when that yeah. happens. Well, here's you, here's you. Here's the point you're making, and that's we're going to run a little bit of a rabbit trail here, but it's so important. This is you and me, and what floats our boats. All of you out there, all of you as well. But listen to what Stu is saying, gang. Listen to this. Do you realize how relational it is when you want to find out what that is in other people? It's yes. huge. I mean, it just, it takes, it, it takes the focus right off you and puts it on them. And it lets them just explode with their, you know, with their joy and their happiness. Because it was what we're talking about tonight, right? Happiness. That's their happy place. Stu's is coaching. Mine's at Habitat. I mean, we all have them, right? So, you know, find out what the other person's hot button and happy place is. Man, it'll go a long way. It'll go. And just like that smile we talked about earlier, that's contagious. When you see that, it is contagious happiness. You will feel it because they are just putting that out out there, that energy of happiness. Well, it. and what you're doing is you're getting to kind of that major big life question that floats around out there. You know, what's my life's purpose? You know, I mean, oh, the big wow. question, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, and we're starting yeah. to answer some of it right here. You know, I mean, without a doubt. Uh, but but here's part of the point in this that, that I think is important, really important, as a matter of fact. Let's not get the root and the fruit mixed up. We talk about this concept all the time. Don't pursue happiness. You receive happiness because you're doing the work in other ways. You're giving yourself away. You're, you're cultivating all this. You're cultivating goodness. You're the intrinsic stuff you're doing. You know, all of those things, guess what they produce? Happiness. Happiness, right. Yes. But the minute you go, that's the adventure, the, the rabbit trail, the adventure and missing the point is to go off there and chase happiness. You know, it's, you, you, you're going to get disappointed. I'm just telling you, I've been there, done that. <laughs> so pursue the right stuff and you'll be, you'll, you'll, you'll be happy. You know, all this stuff we're talking about right now, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so if you can't, say that you have a happy life, just shoot for some happy moments. Like looking at your life as a whole might be over overwhelming because there's so many aspects to people's lives, right? Sure. But if you string together a series of happy moments, guess what happens? You get a life <laughs> filled with happiness, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know we're playing around with words, but it, but it's important because the because yes. if we live in moments and we have happy moments, you put like I said, those will just the, those will dominate your life, and that's what you yep. want. Yeah, exactly. And you know, we we put out a we put out a little Mac nugget here recently that talked very much about this. That said, if we if we live in the moment and not for the calendar, not for the thing tomorrow and the next day and the next year and the next month. But if we're living and, and we're, we're enjoying the happiness that we can cultivate today, we put enough of those days together and you know what? 
they're not every day and every moment. That's unrealistic. But in general, two years from now, five years from now, if you get asked a question, you step back and you go, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of happy. You know, and, and that's kind of what we're, where we're going with this whole thing, right? To, to do the work that it takes to get there, right? We encourage in that, you know? So, Mac, there was one description of happiness in the article that I wanted to read to everybody. And this comes straight out of the article because I just love how this is said. So here it goes. Happiness comes from the illumination of your greatest virtues, thus showing the way for other people and making visible to yourself your true purpose. Well, that's a mouthful, but it's so we're going to put that in the notes, gang, if you didn't catch that. I mean, replay that if you need to, you know, oh, illumination of your greatest virtues. We all have them. You're an exotic cocktail. You have beautiful virtues. Illuminate Every, them. Yeah, mm. let them shine. Yeah. Yeah. And you help be that way shower that I want some of that type model, if you will. And it also gives you such a great sense of satisfaction in knowing what your true purpose is. Because you're, you're fleshing it out all the time. You know, it's just happening and it's reinforcing. It's that rush that you're getting on a regular basis. I love that quote too. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's making me just having just been up in the mountains where I was uh, cl closer to the sun, we'll call it because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of the elevation uh, I was at. Right. It, it's, it's similar to the sun illuminating on you, the sun shining on you. I mean, you feel, you feel it, right? You feel warmth. You know, you, mm -hmm. you feel it. So if you illuminate on others, they're going, or they're, they're going to feel it from you. Absolutely. No, what a great analogy, man. I think that's, it's just so true. I mean, these are just the true isms of the way life and the universe works. And sometimes we just don't realize that we, we, we have adventures in missing the point. We, put our checklist out there as the end all to end all. And our encouragement in this episode is to just step back from all of that and recognize it for what it is. You don't have to throw your checklist out the window. Just put it in its proper perspective. And as you pursue things in life that you believe are going to get you happy and bring happiness, you know, just, just think a little more deeply from a little bit different perspective of are, are you really pursuing the right things in order to, to, to get that outcome? And everybody's different, but that's our encouragement for you tonight, you know, but in the mystic Mac nugget, there's a caveat. There's a caveat to all this, right? And that's this, here's the mystic Mac nugget. It comes from William James. Action may not always bring happiness but there is no happiness without action. And we talk <laughs> about this all the time that you got to do the work, right? right? You, you just got to do the work. It just doesn't happen by osmosis. You just all of a sudden just, it, it just isn't so. You have to decide for yourself that you're going to change some things that gives you a different outcome. So, you know, when, when I hear this, I, I just think of, of this, Mac, I just think of, you just have to 
it, it, to me, it's, it's this simple. You just have to participate in your life, in your own life. <laughs> right. Be a participant. Just get in the game, man. Just get in the game. You, <laughs> right? know, you know, exactly. So, you know, participate gang. We love you participating as you listen. Uh, we love having you part of the rogue nation. Uh, that's our bits of, you know, fire hosed wisdom for you tonight on happiness. Hope it was uh, of value, but we wish that for all of you without a doubt. It's our desire and our heartfelt uh, wish and, and prayer for all of you. So with that, I'm going to sign off. Say, Stu, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Thanks, Max. And I just want to say, or Mac, thanks, Mac. I just want to say uh, to all the rogers out there, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> okay, all you rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.